Welcome to another edition of Lance Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush this week. So we all know that travel's been an issue throughout this whole pandemic and most people choosing to stay home. I've actually tried. I, you know, I, I've tried to have plans during this time. In April, we had planned to go to the Bahamas with a good friend celebrating a monumental birthday. Of course, that didn't happen. In June, I was taking my son to New York to see some baseball. Endless concerts have been, you know, canceled. We have tried to reschedule uh, things like the Bahamas. And we had planned for August 8th through the 12th. Now, they took our money and uh, things were looking good until last week when the Bahamas said to the U.S., hell no, you're not coming. Americans are not coming to the Bahamas. So now, again, I am at a crossroads with how much money that I am prepared to lose. Now, the travel agent said I can, number one, I could reschedule which, of course, could be a problem, right? But at this point, I think that's a hard no uh, because I can't do this again. I could keep the credit for the next time, which I don't know about, or I can get a refund and lose some money in the process. So with that being said, I'm now going to bring on my guest for the week, Amanda Orlando, a radio legend in Cincinnati to help me with this. Amanda, oh Jim, of, of Jim and Amanda of Warm 98. And, uh, you know, I just really appreciate you joining. But there's a lot of issues with this pandemic that people don't understand. The travel is one of them. And what do I do here with this Bahama trip? I actually have another option for you. Oh, I like uh, options. Uh, Barbados is actually offering to give people like a visa for a year to work remotely. Uh, in Barbados. So far, they've only had 98 cases and seven deaths uh, from the pandemic in Barbados. And Barbados is gorgeous. Oh, so, I bet. Hey, if you can work remotely, they will give you a visa for the year because they need some uh, some of uh, other countries' money. I can work remotely, but I, I think the problem is going to be eventually when I start going back on the road again, that might be a little bit of an issue, like of staying for yeah. a year, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and then my family, what do I do with my family? I, I guess, uh, you know, it's like that's the the other problem. You, yeah, great oh. idea, though. I, I really, I like the way I like the way you're thinking because I got to be honest with you. I've talked about this a lot on my podcast about how much I miss going to a hotel bar right now by myself. Can I tell you that? We've got, we got five of us in the house right now, and it's, it's, a, it's a lovely thing. Family is wonderful when they sleep. Um, but no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just exhausting. Um, you know, we're always, to, you know, it's like there's, there they are. You wake up in the morning, there they are. Um, now my wife, Susan, she's been working all through this, but it just seems like I've been home way too much, Amanda. So how, you know, that, that that's why I was looking forward to this Bahama trip. Oh, I, I hear you. In the Bahamas, I know they want you there. They they want you desperately. They had those storms and that there's this pandemic. But yeah, I get it. You know, everybody's keeping their borders a little tight these days to help, you know, stop the spread. Um, yeah, it's it's a bummer. We were going to go to the Outer Banks, which isn't anywhere near as fun as the no. Bahamas. Uh, but you know, they started getting some cases there. At first, they were like, we don't have any, but they do. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, we still could go because it's my sister-in-law's house. But just, you know, dealing with uh, what people expect you to do when you come back with the two weeks quarantine, if you go certain places, um, I, I just don't even know that I want to deal with that. It's not worth it to me. I have a pool. I'll just go to my backyard right now. And that's kind of what I've been doing through this whole thing. The pool has yeah. really been great for me. You know, we, we, we spent some time even in last night and, you know, we have a few cocktails. It, you know, that's been a nice, nice run. And I've taken um, a, what we call it. One of my friend Paul brought this up. Uh, he called it a coronacation. 
Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I love that yeah. term. So we'll, we'll use Paul uh, Philippi's uh, coronation that he talked about. So I've taken one coronation already, and I'm looking uh, now that the Bahama trip is canceled, I'm taking that week of the 10th through the 15th as a coronation where you pretty much stay in the pool and, you know, have a couple of drinks, and it's a fun week had by all. I'm good. I'm going on coronation around two o'clock this afternoon. I actually put a sign up for my kids. Don't bug mommy. She's on a coronation. I love it. Yeah, coronation. The the anecdote for civilization where they used to have those commercials. Uh, the you know the Club Med. I think it was. Right. Am I going right. back? You know, certainly it was a Club Med vacation. The anecdote for civilization. There you go. That's so coronation. Will help. I train my kids. Is this bad? I've trained my kids to bring me a a white claw out to the pool. Um, I mean, they're not old enough to serve at a public place, but at home, is that on a coronation, I think the rules can be adjusted. Speaking of which, my son was about four at the time. Okay, so my son is 20. You know, um, he graduated high school a couple of years ago, and your daughter just graduated this year. So certainly yes. uh, we are not as old as we, you know, are based on the fact that we've got older kids. But that's a, another story. So he was about four. Um, a friend of mine um, from New York sent me uh, a Yankee bottle opener that John Sterling, who's the radio voice of the Yankees, always goes, the Yankees win, right? Yeah. So, so when um, we had this bottle opener, so my son, who's four, went into the refrigerator, got a bottle of beer for me, grabbed the bottle, opened it up with the bottle opener, and it was like, the Yankees win. And <laughs> and this was his four-year-old. So, so you're, you know... You have nothing on me when it comes to serving alcohol, honey. <laughs> that, that is uh, that is the alcohol story, and uh, it, it continues. He's uh, they do bring him out to the pool. I, I will say that I during this time I love my summer beers, so I love the summer ales. But I have been drinking a little bit of the White Claw or the seltzer ish kind of White Claw ish um, things, and uh, I find it interesting. Maybe you know that uh, there are people that love it. I ha I'm not a big seltzer fan unless it has something in it. Like, oh, oh I hear you. I um, it, yeah, it, it lacks a little bit of taste, but you know, I'm trying not to gain the Corona 20, as people are calling yeah. it. But but um, we were making. Here's a recipe. Ooh, bonus time, Lenny. Yes, you, you, love it. You were getting. You didn't know you were gonna get a recipe. Uh, white gloss <laughs> slushies. Oh. So. I use my margarita machine, my little like ice maker, uh, and we make uh, so it's ice. It's a couple drops of that. It, any of those drops that you get for, to flavor water, you can enhance the flavor of whatever white claw you have that you're. So you put a dr couple of drops of that into the white claw, uh, maybe a shot of vodka, oh. and then mix it up in the in the the uh, margarita machine. It is amazing, amazing. Look, look at this. Tips and recipes by Amanda. Is that going to be like a new podcast for you? You're going to you're gonna oh, come maybe up with, it will yeah, be. Look at that. See, this is the type of thing I had no idea I would start this uh, podcast either. But this has been 16 weeks already that we've been doing this since the Corona Coronation that we've we, we've had. So during this time, we've been getting People Magazine uh, for some reason. I think Susan got a free <laughs> subscription, and and I'm re actually reading it now. Like I'm just you know again looking for things to to look for. And, of course, the entertainment articles, and, and it's a little less than, like, the Weekly World News, the, the, the supermarket tabloid kind of papers. But uh, I was just reading, and, and so sad news. I mean, um, Danica Patrick and Aaron Rodgers are splitting up. Can you believe that? Oh, Did you see that? No, I saw I, that. I, I, would, I, I don't know what the deal is. I mean, you know, Danica has had a couple of uh, split-ups recently. 
So this Aaron Rodgers thing. Aaron Aaron had Olivia Munn, didn't didn't he as well? I, I think wasn't I, it Olivia I think Munn? You're right. I think so. I think so. Maybe maybe Danica was too fast for him. Could be, could be. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's, he's well, having some issues now. You know, Aaron, yeah. Aaron, he's, uh, you know, the State Farm commercials aren't as big. I mean, they're using Jake a little bit more, so maybe this is, you know, part of it. Part it, of the- that, that. That could be. Well, a lot of this is like make or break for a lot of couples. Some couples feel like being together so much has deepened their relationship. Maybe, you know, all the other stuff we do outside our house distracts you from your relationship. Uh, but then other couples like Kelly Clarkson yeah. just broke up with her husband. Who would have thought? She talks about him on her show all the time. Well, uh, I've always felt bad. Like during this whole thing, I really felt bad for the people that were having marital problems before this and had to live with their spouse for for the long, you know, 25 yeah. weeks or something like that. So that's where that comes in, you know. Yeah. It, oh, my God. Yeah. You again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wake up in the morning. There she is. Yeah. There, there, there. <laughs> There, there, there they are. It's just, uh, and then the whole Kim and Conway thing, Con- Kanye thing, right? Kanye, you know, they, mm. they might be splitting up now, which. Yeah, and they don't even technically have to stay in the same house. No, they've got, uh, you know, multiple billion billionaires, right? Is that how that works? Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. Of, a lot of cash. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the soap operas. Like, th- this is the kind of thing. Like the 80s soap operas. I don't know which one you watch, but I was a Days of Our Lives fan. That's what I watched. Oh, and, Yeah. It's it's kind of like that way now. Where uh, is there any? I mean, Days is still on, but is there any other soap opera still on? I think I'm a GH girl, so I think General Hospital is still on. Although I haven't seen it in a few years. So you were uh, a Luke and Laura. You, you remember the oh, Luke and Laura wedding, right? I think that's. I barely remember that. Okay. But I think I think that's when I first started watching it. Okay, um, that's that's yeah. that's right. I went back a little too far. That was 1981. Uh, Luke wow. and Laura got married. I remember that from General. And then John Stamos was on General Hospital before he kind of went he on was. to stuff right he was blackie i think blackie yes, yes. yeah yes. look at the look yeah. at the stuff that i know useless information that comes to fruition on this right uh yes. but john stamos and uh i believe rick springfield was also on. he was Dr. maybe he was, was blackie right. was he no he was another okay no, no. yeah no, stamos yeah. was blackie and springfield was somebody Dr. noah drake oh yes. noah drake that's right yes yeah yes. That, so then he came back and then he came back at one point as like his Evil twin, Dr. Noah Drake's oh. brother, or something. Yeah, <laughs> the evil yeah. twin. I I love the soap operas for that reason. The evil twin, and in days was the Stefano thing. He would always come back. You know, when ratings were bad, they would always they would always bring back the evil yeah. <laughs> the evil people. But it's just you know, um, one other you know one other thing that I saw this week was kind of interesting. Uh, in and again, People Magazine got got to love the, the 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 People Magazine. So. One thing that I, I found interesting was that John Legend was interviewed this week on Dak uh, Shepard's podcast. Apparently, everybody has a podcast now. Right? Everybody does. Even yeah. Dak Shepard. A lot of out, of out of work movie stars are like, I'm going to do a podcast. Why not? I think Rob Lowe does one, and I think it's really good. Like, he's got a oh lot. Oh, my that- gosh. Yes. Follow Rob Lowe on Instagram. His yeah. sons troll him so bad, and it's hilarious. Yeah, I, I I always enjoyed Rob Lowe. I think he's terrific. Has he ever aged? He's like the Dick Clark uh, oh. of of now, because Dick never aged either until the Every end. Every right? inch of him looks great. Yeah, looks Rob, good. Yeah, Rob Lowe. So so anyway, so Wait, give me give me a moment here. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. right. right. Okay, good. Yeah, it's the heat. It's the heat. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, the heat. <laughs> it's it's a little. Oh yeah, I'm 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 felling over here. But anyway, so John Legend was interviewed, and one of the questions, of course, that Dak Shepard did ask. Um, he, you know, he, he was basically, um, saying if you cheated on your wife, Chrissy Teigen, what would happen? 
So, oh wow, yeah, interesting, right? This is the type of stuff you talk about, right? What you know, cheating on your wife, Chrissy Teigen. So, this is a question only another movie star can ask you, right? Like, I couldn't ask him that. In no, interview, no, not yeah. not at all. But you That's know what? He, you know what's interesting? It's I think what was more interesting of what he actually said. He actually says that Chrissy has twelve million followers on Twitter, and it would if he did anything like that, it would be career suicide. Right. So. My problem is, that's the thing you're thinking about is your career suicide. <laughs> I mean, not worried about the fact that you're cheating or not, or if she's cheating or not. You just want to make sure you don't have the publicist, which is now Twitter. We talked right. about that last week on my show about how Twitter is just, you know, people sit there, instead of having a publicist now, they just tweet anything they want. And Chrissy Teigen is one that tweets everything. All the time. Oh, yeah. Yes. You would air that dirty laundry. Oh, of course. And so John would really, you know, so it used to be where, you know, you had uh, a lot of situations where people, you know, would think about evil things to their spouse. Right. When 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 they they cheat now, they go to the keyboard and that's just as bad as as doing what uh, Mm -hmm. people have done in the past. Right. So that's that's interesting how Twitter has become that uh bad the, pol- the 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 morality police for yeah everybody but yeah you would think a normal person would say well i love her i would never do that she's the mother of my children yeah. i wouldn't do that to them uh or you, know, and you basically lie basically way. lie right yeah basically, <laughs> I mean, that, those would be the first things that you would say is like i'm not that kind of person and, and i respect and love her too much to do that to her right. nothing is worth N- nothing. risking losing her but my career that's that's the most important thing but, right yeah, my brand yeah. the brand of john legend yeah hate me. yeah yes. the, john, the, the john legend brand so one thing that that you did this or actually i saw in your twitter feed about a couple weeks ago and i was like oh i love amanda i really do and <laughs> and i do anyway but th- this is this just put me over the top because you're like um I don't know if it's like we could be, you know, have that same kind of mindset, right? So you posted um, during the fireworks, you had said something, um, said, by the way, the thunderstorms and endless fireworks, I think my dog hopes to remain under the coffee table for the rest of 2020. Now, yes. I, did a, I did a whole episode on this. I don't get the whole fireworks thing. Mm. I, and, and, and it should be one day. Not, yes. I mean, you don't mind it on July 4th, but... When we're doing it on June 20th and we're doing it on July 15th, oh, enough already, right? Okay. So I'm you, like, you, you, bought, you bought too many. You need to use it all, go out with a bang, as they say, and be done. Because uh, even this past weekend, and I don't even know what date it is anymore, uh, but uh, even this, we're almost into August, and my neighbors someplace are still lighting off firecrackers. You don't even really <laughs> see that. It's just loud claps. Out of nowhere at three in the afternoon, and my dog runs for the darkest corner of the house, and like she wouldn't even go out. Here's the problem I have. Oh, Lenny, you're getting me started. Oh, I'm sorry. This is good. This is good stuff. Here we go. Because I have two dogs, and for two weeks, it was all I could do to get them outside to go to the bathroom. They will hold it, or they will have an accident, and they're usually so good. But I, they were like hugging the house, like when you badly teach them how to use the electric fence and then they yeah. won't go out because they don't know we're going to get zapped that's that was one of my dogs she would not leave the corner of the house she was afraid to take 10 steps out because out of nowhere <laughs> I, well I and, and, that, and that's what i've been talking about you know the prettiness of the fireworks we can understand that right yeah, you sit well, there and go yes. ooh ah 
But I always said you could replay last year's and nobody would know the difference. But that's oh, that's, that's, true. that's another story. But the, the fact of the noise, like the M80s or the firecrackers, right. yeah. like it's just noise, right? I mean, I know people like to blow stuff up, but you need a license to put bait in the water. But you don't mm-hmm. need a license to blow off fireworks, right? Does that yeah. make any sense? No, no. There was actually uh, kids, and I know one of them is younger than my son. I'm, and if his mother's listening, then now she knows her son was out there <laughs> lighting off firecrackers a couple days after Fourth of July. I'm like, he's way too young to be playing with something. Like, that's the mom to me. Way too young to be playing with something like like that. And and why? I just don't know why it's over. And we have um, there's like a country club, a, a kitty corner to our house. They put on an amazing show. This year, no different. Amazing show. And yet all my neighbors around us were also lighting up fireworks. I'm like, why would you not take this in and just enjoy this? Why do you have to also do it? Yeah, exactly. We had, we had a neighborhood we had a neighborhood thing as well where, you know, people donated money. Of course, I didn't. I sat in my <laughs> pool and watched everybody, you know, everybody else. Oh, yeah. And it was kind of nice to see the uh, the fireworks in the pool. But again, it's like. I don't get it. Like I raise my hand. That's you know the things I I don't get in life, and fireworks is one of them. But I but I, like I said, I applaud you for your yelling about it because I don't understand. I mean, you always have the people that are the dog people. You've got the uh, you know PTSD, the vets. Oh yeah. The noise is like enough already with the noise, right? We yeah, we need to have quiet yes. fireworks. That's what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> just silent ones. Just silent oh, ones. That, that's your million dollar. There you go. Right there. I think they did that in Italy once. I, I I did not come up with that, but that would that'd be way I could be a, a billionaire. You know, uh, get get some get some money um, uh, on that. But fireworks is just something. So I, I had a whole episode on that. We talked about it on the Fourth of July. We talked about it a week before. Yeah. Um, and on a side note, I mean, people lose their dogs a lot in in July because of the fireworks. Like. You see lost dogs everywhere. On 4th of July, we know to lock up our dogs and crate them. Yeah. Uh, but I would not do it on July 24th for no. the same reason. <laughs> exactly. July, it's enough already, right? We're not, you know, we're not here. It's like everything is always uh, just, we have to do too much of it. So I saw you post this week also about the fact that your daughter, Athena, finally graduated. They had they had a, cer- a ceremony of some sort, right, uh, for 2020? Yeah. Yeah, this was our, our plan C. Went through, okay, the original one is out. Second one was going to be NKU, and then they closed. So this is the third one, third idea. We ended up uh, doing groups of 10 um, over five days at a time uh, at the school, and it was at like a 10-minute ceremony. So basically, they walked down to the music, got on stage, they they called out the 10 people, took pictures, and that was it. Wow. That, that's all she wrote. So I have um, that to look forward for for 2021, my daughter, because that's pretty much what's going to happen again in 20. Yeah. You know that this is going to be the same way. Yeah. And at first I complained. I thought that's like nothing. And I, I was like, do I even ask anybody? You, you, you could bring four people can come to watch. And I'm like, do I even <laughs> bother? Like if anybody's late, they're going to totally miss it. Um, but it's, I, I just felt really awkward. I'm like, am I going to send out graduation announcements? Do I do that? I mean, I don't even know like when it is. It's like for 10 minutes. But then I realized I didn't have to sit through three hours watching 459 other students I don't know walk across the stage. I will tell (laughs) you. then I was like, oh, that's not bad. No, I will tell you that I did it in 2018 with my son. And I tell you, it's about two and a half hours of your life that you don't get back. (laughs) Um, You want to see the one part, right? You want to just see your 
kid. And it's great. I mean, we, we had other, he had other friends that I was happy for that graduated. I don't want to sound like this miserable person that only cares about himself, but I do. Um, and, <laughs> and it's just, you know, you, you watch it and you're like, oh my God, can they, enough already. Can't we just say, here's all the people that got awards and then announce them and then we're done. That's like, right. a, like 10 minutes and then yeah. move on to, okay, here's all the graduating class and here's such and such and just go down one after the other. Boom, 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 boom. But they go through every single different award and this one got, you know, and they bring them up multiple times, right? They, they yes, used to bring them up. Yes. So they would have where this one was um, valedictorian, this one was this and this one was that. And they went up three and four or five times. Why not just go, this person was valedictorian, blah, 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 all these awards. Here, take a picture with all the awards and be right. done with it, right? Yes. Could it's cut an like hour. At least oh, off of the dude. Yeah. I hope you become a producer of an award show because that would <laughs> exactly. be awesome. Exactly, it's like awesome. Speaking of which, it's like I watched uh, some old stuff. I love to. Ricky Gervais has been one that I've been watching recently, oh. and I love him. Yeah. Uh, Afterlife, by the way, is brilliant. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, is it's, that the it, one about him working in a senior center? No, no, no. He actually, his father's in a senior. Um, it, his his um, wife dies of cancer, so. Um, and he goes through the show and he works at a newspaper and that's the, the oh, show. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yes, I saw that. So, so this show will make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It'll, it, you know, you'll be like wondered. Um, but he made a comment on the Golden Globes about that going, uh, how long these ceremonies were. He says, the show Afterlife is about a woman who dies of cancer is more fun than this. <laughs> and that's kind of the stuff that, that Ricky yeah. Gervais does. But he talked about the award show. It's like three hours. It's like enough already. Just thank Netflix and let's move on. Right. <laughs> Your agent, you know, get up here and um, do it. But the award shows are just amazingly long and they're just oh, promoting themselves. That's just always, you know, I know I'm in this industry where we talk about all the pop culture icons and the movie stars and the musicians. But uh, this is so wrong of me to say, given what I do. But award shows are my pet peeve yeah. i just can't stand them and, and they're already rewarded with with uh, adulation immediate gratification people loving them their golden records their but you know just their lifestyle they don't need to dress up and go out and then tell each other how great they are so there is a thing i need you to watch um you have to look it up. It's Jerry Seinfeld on award shows. Okay, you could find it on YouTube, okay. I believe. I will. Yeah, he was I'll getting he, albeit he was getting an award at the time. It was an award on HBO, and, <laughs> and he makes a comment about that. It's 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 hysterically funny. He talks about these award shows about how this person acted like Bob Jones. Oh my goodness! Like how hard is it? Like comedians are schlepping. They're they're writing all their material, and they'd have no one to thank other than themselves, right? They're they're doing. Right. But these these people read words that are written by someone else and act, you know. And it's like they acted like Bob Jones. It's like if Tom Hanks were to act like Tom Hanks, he probably wouldn't win an award, right? That's, right, that's the right. Way, exactly. So that's kind of interesting. But Jerry Seinfeld uh, on award shows, uh, look it up on YouTube. It is it is about the best seven minutes you'll. Um, you'll get it might be a little bit more than that but it was tremendous and he really makes fun and you'll love it since you hate award shows like I do because it's just... the only one I've ever remotely enjoyed was the um, is it the Actors Guild where they where they're all drunk yes that's the tables. sad yeah that's the one Ricky Gervais uh, hosts yes, yes yeah he yes. was drinking that's on the, the stage that's the only one I've ever liked because they're just uh, they're inebriated yeah they're Jack Nicholson say... one time came up on stage and Robin Williams had to actually finish the speech for Jack because he was so drunk <laughs> <laughs> that's See, the that's kind of award show. 
Yeah. That's what I want. And then you that's could really sell your idea of the the slushies to to them. You know, yeah, that that's I'll get my a cart of slushies <laughs> at the award shows. That's what we need to do. I'll be like that water girl that one year and, and photobomb all their photos. Yeah. Uh, the, the girl that was like promoting the water. I'll be like my white class slushy. Yeah. White well, class slushy girl. I'll be the most popular person there. I think you would be. And that and I think that's a great idea. I can't I thought of an idea years ago and of course somebody came up with it, but I thought of adult juice boxes. Like that, oh, yes. like it would just be a, you know, hard liquor. Cause I mean, you're at these baseball games. Let's be honest. Everybody was at the baseball games, the soccer games, anything, you know, soccer, especially it's like, you know, you sit there oh, and it's yes. like, again, if I always like to say, if the world cup was held in my backyard, I'd tell them to keep the noise down and close the shades um, when they're done. <laughs> Cause I have no desire. I just, I mean, I love sports. I mean, baseball is back, right? We love baseball. Um, and I know people complain that baseball is too slow. I actually enjoy baseball. I don't know. What are your thoughts on baseball? I love baseball. Um, and I did not grow up in a household where we watched sports. Uh, I love it in person. I just love the ambiance. I love the history. I love the, the nostalgia that surrounds baseball. I love the quiet in between plays. I just love everything about baseball. I just love, love it as a sport. Um, and uh, it, which is weird because it's slow moving and normally that would bore me to tears. Soccer, I cannot stand soccer. Yeah, nothing I against am- people that play it. We, it's a terrific yeah. sport. You're in great shape. Everybody's oh, running are. up and down. I mean, it's oh. tremendous, but I, it's not for me, right? There's certain things, just not for me. So, some things just don't appeal to me, um, but I love, yeah. love, love baseball. Yeah, I yeah. do too. And, and I loved, I coached baseball for nine years. And one of the things that I, I would do every opening day was I'd get the kids on them before the first pitch. I'd bring everybody into the infield. I'd, l- I'd tell them to look over here. Look at the sun. Look at it. It's a gorgeous day. A lot of the times it wasn't always gorgeous, but it was when it was gorgeous in April, we would get excited, right? So I okay. said, look how beautiful it is out today. It's like 60 degrees. You're in shirt sleeves. I said, I would give anything to be playing right now like you're doing. I said, take it all in because, you know, you have enough time to be miserable like me. Right. You got, you know what I'm saying? When you become an adult, yeah. it kind of stinks. Like if, if people would have told you that you would have had to pay bills and all this stuff and you, you all uh, this stuff, if you knew that what was involved in being an adult, would you even have considered it? That's the question. No, no, no it's terrible. No. I don't understand these kids who want to grow up so fast. Yes, I agree with you. I give everybody that same advice and I would give that advice to Athena right now that 18, I, I even before that, I would say at 18, it starts to go downhill after 18 it's like it, it's just one of those things because everybody gets excited they want to turn 21 you want to go out and have a real drink and then all of a sudden by 25 you're thinking about you know if you're not married or you're going to get married because the rules are you have to get married have the two kids the uh the dog the fence all that stuff it's kind of like the law right that you know you have to get get married although the expectation you know, yes although that's that's exhausting too but you know you <laughs> You look at the the uh, the people. That's what the, it's. Everybody's expected to do X. You know, you're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to do this. Do something different. You don't always have to follow the follow the plan. I say because it's the the plan might not be that good at the end. I so uh, I have a son and a daughter, and my daughter is very introverted and uh, does not like to go out anyway. And then I have a very extroverted son who is like her polar opposite in every way. So you can imagine the shutdown affected them both differently. Uh, the shutdown didn't affect my daughter uh, one iota. Like she 
She's like, ah, I've been practicing for this for 18 years. <laughs> and now the world has finally come to me on my own terms. Love it. And she's in heaven. She's going to be studying digital arts in the fall. And, and she she didn't care about prom. She didn't. We. So this is selfish and kind of funny of me. But my husband and I were kind of happy everybody else had to do the shutdown and everybody else had to miss prom and, <laughs> and all that stuff because our daughter wasn't going to do any of that oh she she didn't want to get her senior portraits done we were in and out in 32 seconds for the required photo for the yearbook and my friends were doing all day photo shoots with their daughters with outfit changes and locations and I didn't get to do any of that and we were just like watching everybody on Facebook with all these pictures and get ready for prom and or formals we didn't do any of that well and, uh, I will stop you for a second because the people that go through all of that where they have the, the the changes of the of the outfits and stuff like that enough already stop we don't need that the kid I mean when I graduated high school you know when Moses parted the Red Sea um <laughs> They, we, we took a picture, we went and that was it. That was your picture. Yeah. There was no, um, and it was in the yearbook picture and my, mine wasn't even that good, but it was, it was the picture, right? You didn't have right. all this stuff. And I just think that we go way above in the social media. George Carlin always would say that we live in a bumper sticker world, right? Where people would put on their car. My son is an honor roll student, blah, blah, blah. Facebook is basically that today, right? Yes, Everything yes. of your life all these people, they want you to feel bad that you didn't do what they did. It's pretty much right. what it is, right? Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. yeah. It's terrible that I think that way, but I just don't understand. And, and now that we're all shut in and doing yeah. so, nothing but social media, it, it could be really bad for uh, people who don't realize that everyone else is just showing the best moment of their day. And that's not their whole life. There's a whole world uh, around them that's happening, but they're not going to post this stuff. No. And I'm not going to, sometimes I post the awful stuff, but no one wants to post the awful pictures. You know, they're just going to post that, that second in time that was just ideal. And sometimes you just want to share it. This is perfect. I want you to share this with me. But then other people who take it the wrong way might be like, oh my God, my life sucks. I'm right. We don't want to have know. that. No. Yeah. You don't want to be that way. You just have to keep in mind, there's a whole bunch going on in that person's life. It's not ideal. Uh, but yeah, we don't post about it, no. but, but everybody does. And then the whole thing with the graduation. So don't feel bad that they, you know, the prom and all that stuff. I, I, I went to my prom. I remember, uh, going, but I, I, re I don't remember. I remember the after party. I don't remember the actual dinner. I barely remember any of it. Yeah. I remember, I think we got a ticket on the way. Uh, I lived in Boston at the time. It was downtown. We got lost in a department store that the place the, the prom was attached to. <laughs> and I remember that. And I don't actually remember prom. No. I remember the last name of the boy I went with. Like, like you just don't remember that and, stuff. And I will give you even, you know, everybody was upset with the way graduations were, like you were as well. And we all, and, and we found that it might have been a good thing, right, in some cases. I didn't like yeah. the whole parade thing and through the neighborhood with the, with the beeping of the horns, but I could have lived with, without that. <laughs> People have did that. Well, you don't, like, yeah. you don't like noise. No, I, exactly. We don't like the noise. But I just think it, what, what, what it comes down to is the kids in 20 years are not going to remember their graduation, but they might remember this one because of what happened, right? So right, this is going to put so that in special. the... Right. It's a, so think of it as a special one, although I would have thought we would have been done by now. Um, yeah. And going yeah, back to school is another issue, right? We don't know if they're going to be able to do that. And like I said, my daughter will be graduating high school in 2021. So, 
she'll be part of that whole thing right now. And she's been upset because there was some things she wanted to do junior year. She's in the band and she was supposed to do some things. And, um, and now they have a, a limited band camp uh, where they go <laughs> at, at, uh, at Cooper High School. And it's just uh, kind of interesting that she's been doing it. But I don't know. I don't know where we're going to be. Um, I'm hoping, I, I, you know, I do elder football and uh, I hope that we get to do some games because that's going to be fun if we can yeah. at least have something to look forward to like we do with with the baseball on tv but it, i just don't know what let's just stay yeah. safe right that's the best yeah thing. we try to stay safe yeah but my son was going to be pitcher this year in his baseball team and then he didn't have baseball Ugh. and he had the lead in the well one of the leads he was uh the the genie in aladdin at school and he he worked so hard for that role and and he worked so hard trying to try to audition you know audition for pitcher try out to yeah. be pitcher uh and and then he couldn't do either of those things and oh. and so i would just tell this is what i'm telling all the kids i know you have to stop you know we wallow whenever we we got like a calendar alert of what we would have been doing like i had a moment of my heart squeezing like oh well, we would have been you know yeah. we don't get to do this but at some point you just have to say stop it's over look ahead because people who can't move on and just keep thinking about all the things they didn't get to do, and and then we feed into that, oh, you didn't get to do that. Uh, we, we, we don't have time for a pity party, and it's not good for us. Uh, we need to just keep putting goals out there for ourselves. Even in this weird world, we try to figure out what can I do, no matter what else is happening in the world, for myself. You just made me and, come full circle right now, because I complained about not being able to go to the Bahamas. That was my whole, the whole thing I'm complaining about. Now I can't even enjoy that because you just ruined <laughs> it for me. But, but what I'm going to say now is I'm going to give, give you a backup on what you just said because it was beautifully said. I am going to tell you that what I said last week, and I really believe it, let's not focus on what we can't do. Let's focus on what we can do, right? So I can be out in my pool. I can have a great time. Maybe somebody doesn't have that. So I have to start thinking that I have it really, I'm a, I have a blessed life, and I have to just think, hey, you know, I couldn't go to the Bahamas. whoop dee damn do First world problems, right? So think about everything else. But thank you for, for ruining my whole burning bush moment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just teasing I you. Just, I that, just took a big old bucket of water and yeah, it all over your you just, you just burned. You just exactly <laughs> did it. And that's what's, what's great about this show is because half the time, it'll be burning my bush in the beginning of the episode, and then we'll come to a realization that we've come full circle and it really doesn't burn my bush at all. So that's kind of, but, it, but it's certainly fun to complain. That's absolutely, uh, it's 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 part of qualities. it's part of my thing. I like to complain. If I don't complain, what am I you know doing? It gets me it, healthier, right? The blood pressure stays down. It's cathartic. Yeah, look it's at that cathartic. Cath cathartic. Yeah. Well, this has been awesome. I, I wish we could do this for all day because you're 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 awesome, and uh, you can listen to, to uh, Jim and is it Jim and Amanda on Warm ninety eight in the morning. How do we get, yeah. how can we consume yeah. your, your radio show? There's no, oh. it's like with podcasts, it's on every medium, but you know, how do we consume Jim and Amanda? Well, you can consume it a variety of ways. We had to adjust our name to warm 98.5. For those of you who have Alexa, uh, she won't find us without uh, warm 98.5. So, so you could, yeah, we're on the iHeart thing and like any streaming service. And of course your radio. So a variety of ways where you could check us out. So in Cincinnati, tune it on, 98.5. Amanda's brilliant. She's uh, been doing this for a long time, although she's only 25. So she's, know, uh, she's just, 
yeah, it, it's been it's been since birth. But thank you so much for joining this week. Um, remember, you can like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook, on Twitter, and and I am available all over as well. Now you can listen on iTunes on the podcast app. You can listen on Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio even accepted me. I don't know how that is, but uh, and you can also do on TuneIn. I don't know what that is, but that's another app that is for your phone. So there's so many different ways that you could consume, right? Is that how that works? You could consume yeah. the, the, the the Burning Bush uh, podcast, but at Burning, at Lens Burning Bush on Twitter, on Facebook, and uh, we keep getting guests like you. It's just going to, the show is just going to take off, I think. Yeah, and, and now we have an entire complete list of all of the uh, options that don't have any quality control. Exactly, because they, they put they, they, they put me on. There's no quality control. They let anybody on, pretty much what it, what it comes down to. But thank you. Thank you, Amanda. You and your family stay safe through this whole thing. It's been a pleasure. And uh, thanks to everybody for listening. We'll be back again with another episode of Lens Burning Bush next week. I am Len Harvey. And so long until next week. <laughs>